Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit FABNT.com for details. Member FDIC. Hour number two, glad you're with us. Big day for Make-A-Wish. We're going to continue to talk about the uh, Wish-A-Thon going on today. We're going to continue to uh, take your donations and we're going to find out more about Make-A-Wish and some of the donations of what these uh, wishes will be the rest of the day. But right now we're going to talk a little Razorback baseball, Razorback basketball. Diamond Hogs are down in Houston getting ready to play in the Shriners Classic. They'll play Oklahoma tonight, or this afternoon actually at 3 o'clock. Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock against Texas. And then Sunday night, I'm kind of excited, Sunday night baseball, 7 o'clock against Baylor. Hopefully I get this AT&T Sports Network. i got to find, i got to figure this out. I know we get it at, at TV station. I'm going to be coming up to the TV station to watch the baseball because I don't know how widely available this AT&T Sports Network is. Is, is it on all cable which, channels? Which uh, company are you with? I am on. I am. I have cut the cord, Christian. Oh. I have got to figure a way to stream it to my TV. Hmm. I have all of the cable channels, and I have never heard of this. Well, I, I have it on either. direct. I, I had to. I went on to our at work yesterday. We have Comcast, right. and I flipped through there, and I was like, huh. Well, there is an AT&T Sports Network, hmm. and I look today at 3 o'clock. Razorbacks are going to be playing, so I'll, I'll be able to watch it today. But this cool. weekend, I'll have to figure it out how about, about streaming. Maybe I just download the AT&T Sports app, and then I can stream it. Oh, you young hipsters, you find a way. We'll figure out You'll a way. You'll find a way. If not, we'll just go to a sports bar. You get, then you got tomorrow, you got the Razorbacks taking on Georgia. And we'll bring on Tom Murphy to talk about this. Arkansas's won two in a row now. Looking to make it three in a row, and that's the thing. they got to win out. Probably need to have a four-game, five-game winning streak to have a chance to go to the NCAA tournament. Tom, welcome in. How are you? Tom, are you there? Yeah. I'm there right we here. go. Yeah. Thank, awesome. Thanks for getting me on, man. Let me uh, start there. What do you think Arkansas needs to do here on out these last three games to make it into the NCAA tournament? Uh, got to win a couple of them at least, right? I mean, here's the X factor. They're going to take in consideration Isaiah Joe's injury. And if they had just won a couple of games during that stretch, and I think about, I think about the tip in by Mississippi State and the, and the 11 point loss to all, the 11 point lead blown against Auburn, then we don't even, we're not even having to have this conversation. But I, I think they're going to take that in consideration. And if they win, uh, you know, what it would be four out of their five final regular season games if they just w- lose one of these. I think, I think beating A&M is going to be tough. And I also think beating Georgia tomorrow is a tough assignment. They've been playing their best basketball. And, of course, Arkansas is going to get them right here at the end. It's going to be a sellout crowd at Stegman Coliseum. They've been playing their best ball, almost beat South Carolina. So that's going to be a tough one, too. But if they can win four out of their last five, maybe win a game in the SEC tournament, they're right on that fringe of the bubble. Wait, Tom, you said it's going to be a sellout at Stegman? Yeah, they were kind of like Arkansas. They have a bunch of Saturday sellouts this year, and they are going to surpass their uh, regular season attendance record in this game on Saturday. I had no idea. I, I mean, I, when you got a future pro, maybe first-round pick in Anthony Edwards, that gets people excited, but – I had no idea they were drawing like oh, that. Oh, yeah, Bulldog basketball fever. Catch, Catch it. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- it, it was a big freshman class, and I guess people believe in the Creams going to turn, the re- you know, have the recruiting go in their favor, and 
um, that they'll be a contender and start going to NCAA tournament. They just um, they lost a bunch of close games. They had a bunch of leads early in the season in conference play and didn't hold them. But the fans were excited about things. And, I mean, it might not end up being a complete sellout, but it's, it's, uh, the tickets are all sold. So, you know, it, it's going to be an atmosphere that, you know, a, a hostile road atmosphere for sure. They had 10,000 on a Wednesday night when they took on Auburn and beat Auburn, by the way, their last home game, 10,181 is what was announced. But Anthony Edwards is fun to watch. Tom, besides him, what do you think Arkansas does? Do you take him away and try to make the rest of those guys beat you, or do you focus on the rest of the guys and say, look, Anthony Edwards isn't going to score 60 points. He's not going to beat. What do you think Arkansas does defensively? Well, I think they would. They do want to make it really hard for him to, you know, go off on them. And I don't know if that means trying to put Jimmy Witt on him. I mean, he's a great driver. And, and you know, in addition to having three-point range, he's tough and physical. He takes the, you know, he drives. He takes those bumps, and he gets himself squared up, and he gets a lot of and-one opportunities, and he gets all the way to the rack. I mean, if Xavier Pinson um, has been doing that to you the last few games, and you know. Uh, Tennessee, they really did a great job of keeping Santiago Vescovi from doing that to them. But, you know, Bowden did it a couple times. So um, I think the, the first thing is to make it really hard for Edwards to to drive it into the paint. And if Crump and Hammonds and all the rest of those guys, you know, have have, have a big game to beat you, I think you, you settle for that. But, but with Eric Musselman and this crew, man, you don't know. They're going to scout them very well. They're going to have a plan, and um, I expect it to be another tight game. When Arkansas shoots the way they shoot, shot it uh, the other night against Tennessee, they are going to be so hard to beat. When Desi Seals opens things, opens things up with his three-point shooting, it gives you another threat on the court. It helps Jimmy Witt. It helps everybody. And, of course, I thought Mason, level, Mason Jones was next level against Tennessee. We've seen him go off many times, but never quite that run he had in the second half. What's your take on Ethan Henderson uh, and his um, emergence? He was a huge factor. Those early game blocks he had uh, were part of a a stretch in which they were denying entry passes. They were making it really tough on Vescovi. They were tipped so many passes that he tried to throw. And then Fulkerson would get it low, and and Henderson blocked the shots. And he had another huge one in the second half, the offensive rebounds. I mean, even that kind of set the tone for Arkansas on that great start. So it's been kind of one of those deals where you see him flash. Like, he's had little moments like this, but never one quite so extended. And I think between him and Reggie Chaney and Adriel, you've got some guys who can contribute for you um, in addition to their great guard play. So it's it's just a huge dividend for them when he turns in a game like that and if he plays that way down the stretch, they have a chance to win all these games, especially against A&M, who, you know, they're really going to try to pound it down low. But we'll, we'll get to that game later. Yeah. Tom, do you think this is a – because we've seen Cheney have some moments and then disappear. We've seen Bailey have moments and disappear. Do you think this is just another one of those, uh, you know, he gets a little hot and then disappears? A lot of this is dependent on foul trouble. When when Bailey disappears, he's he's gotten in foul trouble. Reggie Chaney starts the game, gets two fouls early, and he disappears. I, I just think Chaney's top end. I, I want to see that develop. I hope he sticks around. I hope he's on the team next year, and uh, we see him further his development because I think he's got, I think he's got a stupendous game. I think his hands are really good. I think he he keeps it under control and. 
and can square himself up. I know he got a shot block kind of during his stretch in the second half, but I like his potential. Mm-hmm. And so with yeah. Henderson, I mean, he's 6'8". I, mean, I think it might just be a blip at the end of this year, but it, it speaks to having the potential to do it on a more consistent basis. When it speaks of development also, in this age, you want to – so many people want to say, oh, he's a freshman, he's got to play right away. You, you know, he's got to contribute. Well, some guys it just takes a year or two to develop, and I, I hope that's what we're seeing with Ethan Henderson. But I really think that's what we're seeing with Desi Seals. This guy in the last four weeks, five, five, six, seven games. Ten games. He has been just red hot yeah. from the from outside. We know he can, dri- he can dribble, drive, penetrate, but – his outside shot is really developing. Oh man, it really has. Yeah, he was cold at the start of the year, and um, but yeah, I liked it that when he was mic'd up, when when Musk was mic'd up, that had that moment where he took responsibility for not. I think he was fighting through a screen or whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, I got it, coach. I'm on it." You know. So I know Musman was asked about that and commented that 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 was a sign of maturity. And y'all, one of the biggest plays of the game was when Tennessee was in the midst of its comeback. I don't remember the score at the time. It might have been a four- or five-point game. Desi split two big men out on the perimeter. He, he, he just sliced right through them, one dribble, and got a layup out of it. And it was such a, a much-needed basket at that time. And uh, that, that was just in addition to all his great three-point shooting in the game. Tom, let's talk about the Diamond Hogs. They're down in Houston, and this afternoon at 3 o'clock, uh, they'll be taking on – Maybe well, no, no doubt about it. The best team they've seen so far this season with Oklahoma, uh, the best teams, yeah. Yeah, Oklahoma and then Texas, Texas is undefeated. Yep, uh, Baylor, eh, you know. yeah, Eastern Illinois, like yeah, maybe Gonzaga, like. Yeah. But uh, what do you what do you think of this experience? First of all, just to get to play at Minute Maid Park, the the home of the cheaters, and and just to oh, get wow. to see that 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 dome, man. It's not their actual mascot, was. Yeah. That's great. Um, I think Dave loves to have his team go down there every four years, you know, or, or roughly, which it has been the case, and experience a major league park and, I don't know, just get the feel of that. And um, Patrick Wicklander was talking how they had heard what the projected attendance was going to be really nice for this series, too. So, I mean, I guess Missouri and Baylor are already getting after it. It might not be the greatest attended game, but I would think that the, the two that come later tonight, you know, with LSU Texas being the nightcap, there's going to be a lot of people there, and uh, they went, they swept it in 2016. They ended up not having a great season, yeah. But they swept three Texas teams down there and did and did very well. So, I think it's a a, a great deal to go up against Cavalli of Oklahoma today, a uh, guy who brings it up to about 97 miles an hour. Um, handled them in their scrimmage. He's going to be a great test. And Texas, the guy they're projected to start is two and zero. A right, uh, like a six-three right-hander, who uh, will be a great matchup against Wicklander. And look, y'all, I think Gonzaga is going to have a good season. Um, and Arkansas just got on top of them and and solved those two tough pitchers. And that's the thing in this game; their pitchers are going to have to do a good job to let the hitters have a little time to kind of figure out what's going on, time up the guys, and uh, get a sense for what they're going to get thrown to try to get runs on the board. Um, we're going to find out a lot about the depth of their hitting lineup in this three-game series because uh, when you're getting production like they did at the bottom for Moore in the second weekend, they can be a, uh, a f- dynamic offense, and uh, they have the chance to do that. And, Tom, when you look at this team defensively, 
I mean, the infield is outstanding with Casey Martin. Now you throw more in there. Uh, third base has always been, uh, for the last two seasons, been a rock over there. Uh, and I like what Cole brings at first base. And then the speed of the out. Is this, has, has Dave been asked, is this one of his better, maybe best defensive teams he's had? I'm not sure if he's been asked that directly, but he's had, he has talked about it, how they are a solid defensive team. He's loved their play so far. Nesbitt had a game at third base with eight assists, and some two or three of those were better than average plays, you know, backhand picks or charging up and throwing sidearm. He made every play. He is um, – they've had some great third basemen over the years. Bobby Warner's comes to mind yeah. and some others. But he has, he has been a great third baseman for them. Martin makes some great plays, and then uh, every once in a while just doesn't get his glove down. Uh, but, but I think he's improved from last year. More, very solid second. And Cole Austin just being taller than Trevor Ezell gives him the extra length on high throws. And, and he's had several picks already on balls in the dirt uh, on, on thrown-out runners this year that have been good. So they are really tight. And I do think they have a little more speed in the outfield with Franklin in the center. Now, now Dominic... Um, Last year, he was a um, he he was one of the most instinctive center fielders on getting jumps and reads, and even like during the pitch, you could see him moving sometimes. So uh, I don't know if Christian Franklin has those instincts, but I think he's faster of foot, um, and uh, I think Braden Webb is a, is a good left fielder as well. So they they are a very strong defensive team. Has Connor Nolan surprised you a little bit in these first two games? Hmm. Well. Yeah, you know his strikeouts are good. Um, he's got he's got a little bit more miles per hour on his fastball. Uh, I think his ERA is one forty two going into this game. And he, he's his projection of where I thought he'd go from freshman to sophomore is about in line with what I expected. And when you talk to Dave Van Horn and Matt Hobbs, that that's what they expected. I, I think they've got two true aces though because. No one had the better first weekend start, and then Wicklander had the better second weekend start. Uh, so they're going to give them a chance every Friday and Saturday night to to get wins. But I mean, Nolan, he, he's he's got a great breaking ball. He's battled from behind in counts, and uh, the next phase for both those guys is just lasting longer in game, and that's going to be a big key uh, as they move on into SEC play soon. Tom, do they get a tour of Minute Maid Park while they're there? Do they get to, you know, check the facility out? Well, I know they practiced there yesterday at 6 o'clock, so I don't know what all that entailed. It probably just entailed going from their locker room uh, to their dugout and, and, you know, doing a workout. But it, it may be that there was enough guys curious, and if they ask, I'm sure they could get a tour of the facility. Do you I think don't they, know the they take them into that video room where they would steal the signs and then maybe show them the inner workings of how it all worked? Show, show them the trash can? <laughs> I don't know. But, I, <laughs> hey, I'm going to put you all on to this. Uh, my boys on the, my Brave thread sent out this video. I don't know who put it together. It was a meme of uh, the Braves have an infielder named Adeni Echeverria, and it's about his like his famous bat flip. And it turns into his bat going around the country and doing some things. And I don't know how you find it, but I thought that was a great meme. It lasted about one minute. I don't even know if it's called a meme. That uh, sounds a Astros lot better than wrong. Justin's video of the snake uh, regurgitating the beach towel. I'll Whoa. have to look at that so I can get that out of my mind. 
I'd rather see the bat going around having interesting adventures I think than the snake. There from, yeah, I think so. Go the go Echeveria, bat flip, whatever nice. theme, and I think you'll find it. But I Sweet. now we'll, we'll go look up the snake's regurgitation because I just have to. Don't You don't want to see it, Tom. You, 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 there's some things you can't unsee, my brother. You're better off just imagining it and not seeing it. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm I'll still upset with Justin for inflicting that on me, but, you know, I I didn't look away fast enough. So how do you spell Escaveria? It's Echeveria. Uh, oh, no wonder uh, I couldn't find it. Etch. E-T-C-H-Averia. It starts yeah. with an H, actually, doesn't it? might be an H in front of it. Yeah. Is it? I think there's an Echeveria. I'm thinking of Andy Echebaron. He was the catcher for the Oreos in the 60s and mm-hmm. 70s. You guys are too yeah. young to remember that, but old people will know. Played with Brooks Robinson, that great little rock uh, legend. Echeverria yeah, played for him. the Marlins last year, I think. Well, no wonder before. nobody knows him. I mean, there were like 800 people that watched <laughs> Marlins games last year. <laughs> they got to take all those gonna... teams out of Florida. You know, for the common good, nobody cares, man. I mean, Miami's yeah, like won they, two world championships, and they still couldn't draw flies. It's just ridiculous. It, it makes me ill that they won those two. Yeah, it makes me ill too. Yes, it does. They had no but, business uh, winning. I think Etcheverry has played for the Marlins and the Mets, so uh, hmm. you, you you should find it. All right, we'll check it out. We'll check it out during the break. Tom, thanks, man. You think they get it done tomorrow, oh, Razorback I'll, basketball team in Georgia? I'm doing. I'm going to the Razorback basketball game tomorrow, and uh, going to Stegman, and then coming on home. So, oh sweet. man, it's the Razorback. Hmm? Yeah, that is sweet. That'll be a good trip. I always enjoy my time in Athens. That's a fun. That's a fun college town. But yeah, you're right, man. If they I, if they win this game, that Wednesday night game against LSU will be huge, and hopefully that'll be a, a well attended game at Bud Walton. I think it will. Guys, enjoyed it. Thanks. See you, Tom. Tom Murphy right. joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. All right, when we come back, we'll uh, make we'll talk we'll, we'll start making some wishes come true. Uh, we're at the Make a Wish Telethon today. Got a couple people, one phone line busy. We need to get the phones ringing. You can go to our Facebook page if you don't want to call in and push the button. It's a link where you can donate. And we're going to talk with Tyler here in a few minutes. He got his grant or his wish granted. He got a French bulldog, and he's over here playing with the bulldog. And he is one happy kid. I tell you what, that is cool to watch. But the Make a Wish Mid South Wishathon is going on. More on that coming up. You can call three seven six wish. That's five zero one three seven six wish. Stick around. You're in the zone. Hi. Hey, man. Welcome back. How are you? Pissed. Sorry. <laughs> you suck, American. American Airlines. I'm not. I gotta quit flying American. Every time it's like, what, what's the old saying? What's the what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again you and expecting a different, a different result. result. I'm an idiot. I'm gonna go home and hit myself in the head with a ball peen hammer, and then I'm gonna drive to Abilene, Texas, because American's a clown show. What a joke. That's a long drive. Thank you. I've done it before. I'm gonna do it again. But here's the thing. It's Especially amazing. in a clown car. Yes, exactly. It's amazing <laughs> to me. Uh, there's no compensation for them canceling or basically not being able to make your connection. It's all on them. It's 100% on them. It's crazy to me. And I have to go online to request the refund for the flight that I'm not taking. They can't just give it to you. What That's a joke. great public relations You right suck, there. American. The worst. Well, why don't you just continue to fly to Dallas and drive from Dallas? That'll help a little bit. Because right? it's like $300 a day to drop a car in Abilene from driving from Dallas, unless you want to drive to. Anyway, it's a long story. Nobody cares. Anyway, just caution, folks. American, last resort. 
Last Resort Airlines is what it should be called. Don't go anywhere <laughs> if you don't have to with American Airlines. Um, this is not the first time this has happened. And my thing is, stuff happens, but you got to do a better job of making it right. So if you inconvenience people and mm-hmm. you can't get them from A to B like they have had booked for months, you got to make it right. Mm-hmm. You suck. Bill, Libby. Good morning. You know How what? Are you? The good thing is the Little Rock Convention and Visitors Bureau is doing a great job <laughs> of marketing their great product, which is a fantastic Central Arkansas community. They're they're big on Little Rock, and we all are as well. Heck yeah! Good to see y'all. You too, man. How are you? Well, sorry about my rant. I don't know why your mic's not working. Is there a non switch? No. No. Is there? A... Mine's on. Did right? the switcher get turned off? There ought to be a button somewhere that you could push. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know. We were laughing about that in the parking lot. <laughs> Wes has struck comic gold, folks. <laughs> a button. A button and button. It may not be funny, but at least he's redundant. How about that headset over there? Does that not work? We can plug that in? Yeah. No. Does that not work? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. Give me that headset. She doesn't She doesn't need the ears. She can hear me just fine. She just Lib- needs Lib- the mic. Libby's a better talker. Watch the uh, miracle. You know, if I hadn't been screwing around with a stupid airline, I would have probably been fine. Put that on. You won't be able to hear anything, but at least you'll be able to talk. So that's good. I wonder what happened. I don't know. You got that going for you, which is nice. And bam! action. Yay. Yes. There she is. Okay, there awesome. you go. All right, so yesterday you guys had this big unveiling, yep. new campaign, but yeah. it's really uh, kind of a nod to the past as well. A little, a little bit. Throwback. A, little bit. a new take on an old favorite. A lot of, yeah, a lot of people remember the, the big on Little Rock campaign from the 80s and 90s. Kind of trickled out. I got here in 97, and it was just kind of kind of trailing out then. Big downtown Thursdays. You all remember those? Oh, yeah. I remember. And, listen, I first moved here in 98. And I showed up here on a Thursday with a buddy of mine helping me move down. So we're like, oh, we'll go see what's going on downtown. And here's this unbelievable party wall to wall with beautiful women, <laughs> drinks, music. I'm like, you never left. I think this is going to be all right. <laughs> I rolled out the red carpet for But it was a bit of a tease because that's not how it is all the time. And I don't know whatever happened to Big Downtown Thursdays, man. I'd love to see him come back on a regular basis, but you guys are doing a nostalgic throwback to it. A little bit. We, gotta, we, gotta, we reimagined that. So, uh, you know, the other campaign was basically just – Big on Little Rock. We've expanded it. So if you're big on great radio shows, if you're big on great food, if not you're big on not. craft brews, yeah. then you're big on Little Rock. So we expanded it a little bit. So it's got a little more. They're going to steal that from you. It's going to be mediocre in Maumel. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to have me as the poster child. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> you want mediocre? You want meh? Here's your man right here. Mm-hmm. All right. There's a, there's a button for that. A button. It's no question. Do y'all say no to North Little Rock? Sorry, Sarah. We're, we love North Little Rock. They're our, they're our friends and our partners, but we're, we're separate entities, totally separate. You are, but there's such a cohesion, and I don't know how closely y'all work together on a regular basis, but like our Close friends it. from uh, Simmons Bank Arena were there yesterday, mm-hmm. and obviously there's a great partnership, whether it's uh, imagined or real. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's. I'm, yeah. I'm, t- I'm doing all the talking. But. No, that's fine. You're fine. You're fine. Um, Bob Major is uh, the CEO of North Little Rock CVB, and he was there yesterday to help support yep. us. And they rolled out a new campaign a couple of months ago, and we were there to support them. Uh, we have a very good partnership with them. And, you know, we need them for in- infrastructure like sure. the arena uh, and the fields at Burns Park. You know, the sports business is more than 50% of our convention and meetings business believe it or not it's a huge deal and um so while we we we're bound to to support the restaurants and hotels on our side of the river we have a very good partnership with them you know, like the, the inland maritime museum shows up in some of our materials clinton center shows up in some of their materials so we, we work together a lot i like it the yeah difference. i saw bob yesterday jeremy uh flynn was there yesterday yep. with the yep. yeah, yeah so um so what all does this entail I mean, what are you all trying to get the message out about 
Well, just like I said, if, if you're big on fresh local food, you're big on Little Rock. If you're big on craft brews, you're, you're big on Little Rock. If you're big on outdoor adventure, you're big on Little Rock. So there's, we just want to shine a light on all the good stuff that's going on here. Uh, you know, our audience is visitor, travelers and visitors, but also locals. We want to remind people, you know, come out, come out to the restaurant. Support the, the local restaurant. I have long said that this city plays way over its head, and I'm talking about Little Rock. We're sitting in North Little Rock when I say this, but this city's great too. But uh, Little Rock plays way over its head from a restaurant standpoint. Absolutely. And it's amazing. I still see these restaurants. I'm like, oh, that looks amazing. I've never been there before. So yeah. there was one, uh, I saw something in the Democrat Gazette this week. There was a thing about, I think it's Mockingbird over at so- yep. part of the oh, Soma. Oh, so good. I haven't been there yet. I'm like, well, that looks awesome. I want to check that out. You ever heard of this place? No, where it's is right it? It's right by a community bakery. Okay. Yeah, it's, 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 like, it's like the meat in a community bakery Reduno sandwich, mm. if you're going to look at it that way. Okay. And it's the same owner um, as the Root Cafe, Jack right. Sundell. He does a fantastic job. That's yeah. great. He's in our, he, we just, uh, we just uh, launched a foodie video, and Jack is in that, that video. So yeah, so check it out and yeah. share it. You guys are, uh, and I you think you're starting to get a little more national recognition, whether it's as a as a city in general or maybe specific to some of these restaurants and offerings that, that Little Rock has. I mean, I'm so proud of what's happened here, and it's I think it's really great. And I, I want people to pay attention, but at the same time, I don't want too many people to catch on. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to ruin what we've got here. Well. That's like Jim Keats said in the food video. He, he has... Petite and Keat and, and Tzatziki's, and he said it's a it's a well kept secret. Right, right. <laughs> it is. We, get, we like in our we brought a copy of our annual report, and there's a ton of national accolades that we get. A lot of them are food and food and drink related. And you were there um, yesterday, Justin. Yeah. I mean, 2019 was a record year for the city of Little Rock, in far as far as convention business. You know, we manage uh, the Robinson Center, the River Market Hall, and those pavilions. And we managed the State House Convention Center, and almost 600 events came through in just 12 months, right. and more than 600,000 people were through those facilities. And that's that's big. Mm-hmm. And when they're here, they have to stay in lot hotels, they have to eat in the restaurants, and you know we in marketing host um, travel writers. We hosted 30 last year. Uh, just last weekend, we had a young influencer mm-hmm. couple from Denmark, and they. Right. They all say the same thing. I mean, yes, we've got a great destination. We have a lot of inventory that we're super proud of and that we push out every day. But the people, you cannot beat the people in Little Rock. And they they help us sell the destination. And so we really wanted to shine a light on why we're all big on Little Rock. There's a couple people in Little Rock I'd like to beat, but you you just can't, in general, beat the people in Little Rock. <laughs> well, and, the, and, you know, some of your listeners might say, okay, why does this matter to me? And it makes a difference in your pocketbook. I mean, you pay about $600 less in taxes because these visitors are paying those taxes. So it's a win-win. Ronald Reagan said a rising tide lifts all boats. There yes, sir, it does. There you have it. Was that him? Yeah. He, thought, he plagiarized it. But I was going to say, I thought he that was went, the famous one that who said it. was pre-Ronald. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. It was Someone just, told him to say Moses, that. Moses, wasn't it Moses? It was Moses. Uh, it I was Moses Kingsley. For the Razorback. I think it was Moses said, uh, where there's no water, don't try to sail here, is what he said. <laughs> he did say that. Yeah. Is there anything he said, on the water s- to the left of me, water to the right, here I am, stuck in the middle with you. <laughs> on the sports side of thing, is there anything working in, in, in the future for uh, yeah, Little Rock? I'm glad you asked that. There's a, that yeah, there, we did a feasibility study Jeff for uh, the go. sports scene here because, like Libby said, 60 to 70% of our uh, group business is sports, like events and tournaments and that kind of thing. We did a feasibility study for inside and or indoor and outdoor sports. Uh, that's going to be launched here pretty soon. So we're trying to make better use of our infrastructure or optimize our infrastructure. What's here now is a great base. There's you know, there's um, paddling, there's mountain biking, road biking, rock climbing. Uh, what am I missing? Kayaking. 
You're our outdoors guy. Yeah. He's a rock climber. Fishing, everything. So, and you know, it's 20 minutes from here. I can be, I can be on the rock. Okay, I was in Rome a couple of years ago, and I saw the, uh, you know, the Colosseum, mm-hmm. the ruins. They would flood that, and they would have naval battles in. You could do that with War Memorial. Gladiator. Fill it up with water. Gladiator and you could have fights. naval fights. You could have gladiators, American ninjas. It's coming. I got all yeah. kinds of ideas. Gladiator. <laughs> gladiators are not coming. All right. I'm what, do we, what do we always say that sports um, is recession-proof, especially mm-hmm. families? Right. Uh, you know, they travel with those kids. You know, Bread and circuses, baby. People must have the entertainment, the Razorbacks, the Trojans. We got to watch our team. If you got kids who play soccer and you've traveled, I mean, what's going on? Baseball, the the baseball? summer baseball program, the the, the, the parents mm-hmm. traveling around, it's insane. Yeah. My, right. my uh, brother-in-law and sister-in-law are involved in that with the, my two little cousins. Mm-hmm. It's like being on the minor leagues or something. It is. Yeah. I mean, every weekend they're somewhere different in Louisiana, yeah. and they come to Arkansas every now and then, Conway, mm-hmm. Bryant, Benton, and yeah. And, and they're they, they they coming involved. We, you know, we wrote a lot the red carpet for them, and they love it, and they, they spend their money and Little Rock's, save you taxes. Yeah, I mean it's centrally located. You know, mm-hmm. we're right in the middle of the state, and um, so this feasibility study, I think, is going to shed some light on future business that we could potentially bring in. And a couple, you may have seen yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Uh, there were a couple of grants and a couple of big biking projects were announced. One was an eight hundred thousand dollar grant to finish the. I want to say the Southeast Trail. It's it's going to go basically from uh, from downtown out past the airport uh, on the on the levee, and that's a big deal for bikes, I mean, huge. And then there's a 55 million dollar total project over about 10 years to to flesh out some of the trail systems too. So it's biking is you know north Northwest Arkansas has kind of really built a lot of uh, bike niche space there, and we're we're catching up, but we're going to get there. Leading the way, they're leading the way. We're following and going to surpass. We're we're going to get there. And we had it. I think we had it before them, but we just didn't beat the drum about it. So, anyway, folks, we got to hit a break. Appreciate y'all coming up. Uh, for good luck Thanks with for everything. Out yesterday too. Yeah. We appreciate you very much. And uh, we will see you again soon. All right. Y'all Take have a great care. Day. Have a good weekend. You too. Very good. We'll see how that goes. Uh, it's eleven forty. Got to hit a break. We'll be back in just a moment. It is eleven forty-one. We've got another special guest coming up from the Make-A-Wish Radiothon. Here in North Little Rock, which is a lot more important than anything else that we have to complain about today, Wes. You know what? Some people have real problems. We just have temporary ones. So let's focus on those we can help. 376-WISH if you want to help out. We do. We'll be back in a second. Stay with us in the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Another special guest coming up here, Pigskin. Uh, We've got some information we want to share with folks who might be looking to uh, follow in your footsteps. You missed it earlier. You were gone. There's a horse named proverb or psalm I can't oh my goodness scratch a, bi- a biblical horse had a scratch today taking wow, the day off. i hate to hear that yes our friends at harding university provide a wonderful service for arkansas and for the rest of the world there are a lot of folks that are involved in church work they volunteer with youth groups they're involved in different organizations maybe it's the hospital maybe it's make a wish something like that but they like to do more ministry but they feel like they need more knowledge and more credentials well harding has a Great program for folks that are in ministry or another career and want to start and finish a Bible degree. The Harding University Center for Distance Education on Bible and Ministry has all sorts of ways for you to reach your educational goals and fulfill your calling in ministry. There's a 50% tuition discount for ministry students. You can take classes online or on campus at Searcy. You can start any time during the semester. They work with you. They're flexible. They have a wonderful faculty, a great community of students from all over the world. If you're interested in that and kind of furthering your education, 
harding.edu slash cde. That's the Harding University Center for Distance Education and Bible and Ministry. Say hello to Tyler and Lisa Buck, who are here with, uh, I didn't catch the dog's name, sorry. This is Angel. Can you pick that? There you go. Sorry. Angel. Yes, this looks, is Angel. Looks like an angel. Angel's uh, hungry. Can you, well, you're in uh, mm. different heads. That's okay. You can hear us okay, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, Angel's got a Nyla splitter? bone there that splitter. she's gnawing on. <laughs> you see that? Yes. All dogs like a good Nyla bone. Yeah, we'll get, uh, we'll get your he we'll get, here. Yeah, or he you can, can just pull that off a little bit. Okay. And we'll, and we'll just yell at you, okay? okay? Scream at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tyler is uh, how old? Um, Ten. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, where do you go to school? Uh, Hurricane Creek. Oh, Hurricane Creek, okay. Tell us about Frenchie. Sorry, got oh. you. Now you got me? No, I am. Now. Now. Okay. How about the L? Everybody can hear now. Okay, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Tell us about Frenchie. Um, she's cute and she's wild. <laughs> wild? You haven't tamed that thing yet? No. So, Frenchie's a French bulldog. Good name, by the way. I guess the other option was bulldoggy. So Frenchie was a good move, I think. Uh, this is what you wanted. You're as a uh, Make-A-Wish kid. You wanted a you wanted a bulldog. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty. Uh, I'd say a pretty moderate ask. I mean, that's a pretty good deal. So tell me about uh, Frenchie, the relationship there. And did you get Frenchie as a, as a baby, or is this was Frenchie already this this size when you got her, or him? Is it a boy? She was okay. a little bit little, and she got a little bit bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's your uh, at school? What's your favorite subject? Math. Are you good at math? Yes. Okay. You want me to run you a little quiz here? I'm just kidding. I don't know anything. <laughs> Nine times ten. Oh, we're doing. Are we doing? Uh, we doing multiplication yet? Yeah. Any algebra? Fractions. You're on fractions. How's right your calculus? Now, mm-hmm. um, How about a square root? Good. Okay. It's good. Why did you want a French bulldog? Because my dad posted a Big French. Enough. Bulldog, a girl getting her make-a-wish. Tyler's original wish was actually to go to Legoland in Florida, where we first found out make-a-wish. And that was while he was in the hospital for his first round of chemotherapy, whenever he was diagnosed with AML, which is acute um, myeloid leukemia. And that was February the 5th of 2019. And, of course, the nurses were like, you need to get in touch with make-a-wish. They'll grant him a wish, whatever he wants. And so he said, Legoland. Okay, that's what we were shooting for. Well, after he was completely cleared from cancer, we went on to Texas for a bone marrow transplant. And Tyler uh, decided that at that time that he wanted a French Bulldog because he has his own page. It's Tyler's Tribe, hashtag Tyler Be Strong. So you can hashtag Tyler Be Strong across Facebook, Instagram, anywhere, and you'll see Tyler's face you'll see angel and that was his wish at that Mm. time because dad posted this video about another little girl that had a wish of a french bulldog and so that's what brought his wish to have a french bulldog and you know just the moderate family you know can't afford a dog of that stature you know and so that's a big wish and Mm. he was very excited that day is angel pretty cuddly Mm-hmm. Is it good, like, to sit down with and pet and, yes. like, watch TV and movies and stuff? Mm-hmm. Now, if these guys started behaving like punks, could you tell Angel to go over there and, like, bite their ear off? 
like Mike Tyson? Maybe. <laughs> so you better watch it, you two. That's right. What 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 is Frenchie meant to Tyler? What have you seen a, a difference? He's a little more outgoing, and especially like with you guys to get on the radio today, that's a big deal for Tyler because Tyler's very inverted. He's not an outgoing kind of kid. Really? You know? And with having his French Bulldog, it's really helped. Yes. Well, seems like you're out there, go get her, and real aggressive, wanting to be on the radio with us. That's right. You don't seem like a shy kid. No, and I would think that it's probably pretty relaxing when you're talking to a couple guys that you know you're smarter than, too, which <laughs> helps. So it is kind of uh, probably gives you a little extra confidence. So so you having to go back to school today? No. Okay. So where, where are we at uh, from a treatment standpoint? Treatment standpoint right now, actually, we've got notification at the end of January that Tyler has 100% of his donor's marrow. So that's a big deal. He had only been running about 99%. So now he's at 100%, which is a very big deal to us. And today we got notification from his counts yesterday. They're starting to come back up after transplant because they had been declining. And so he's coming back up today. White blood cell counts up. That's the reason why he's able to come today. He's no longer neutropenic. And it's been... A good day. A very good day. Yeah. Yeah. We were very excited this morning. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. That's Definitely. great. So what's next? I mean, what do you do now? Uh, he'll go for normal checkups and that sort of thing. Um, he'll also have to have some um, give blood. He's going to go in and start giving blood because he's received so many platelets and so much blood over the past year that ferritine levels, which is your uh, iron level, mm -hmm. is very, very high right now. And so uh, he's going to have to go out there and start giving some blood back, you know, to try to get that iron level back down. And then he'll just go for regular treatments, um, not treatments, but just checkups, just to check his counts, make sure the cancer's staying away, and that sort of thing. And the beginning of the story, I want, kind of wanted to fill you in on how it actually got all started last year is whenever he was diagnosed on February the 5th of 2019. So we just passed that milestone of learning about him having leukemia. And, of course, you know, as parents, you know, you dismiss, you know, some of the things. Your kid comes home from school, they're tired. You just think that, you know, they've just been playing a lot. You know, you don't really think that your child has cancer. And, of course, you know, it's just some normal stuff, you know. And, and then it was kind of like, are you sure you're okay? You know, you just seem kind of off. No, I'm fine, Mom, I'm fine. You know, I'll go to school, you know, what have you. And then it's the nurse from school, thank goodness for her. Mm -hmm. She called us and said, I just, there's just something off with Tyler. And then his principal at Hurricane Creek Elementary, she's like, he's just not himself. This is not the Tyler that we know. And she said, I think that he's a little jaundice. And so we took him to the pediatrician. One thing led to another. I got that phone call on February the 5th from his pediatrician that your son is shown signs of leukemia in his blood. And for a parent to receive that phone call is just devastating. I mean, people just do not. I didn't know, you know, and it's real. And it's a, it's a, it's a big thing, you know, and a lot of people just don't know how real this is. You know, and especially leukemia and cancer in children. You know? How important is Make-A-Wish 
to you? It's very important to me. And I'll tell you right now, I've, I've been wanting to actually start a foundation under Tyler's name, but I just I don't have the resources or, you know, and that sort of thing. So I've been doing some research and that sort of thing. So I'm going to see what I can do to be able to get out there and get something going because I want to help other families. I really do. You know, it's, it's a passion for me now. You know, I was a full-time mom working, you know, full-time as a manager, you know, and that was my life. Now I want to gear my, my life towards other children to help their families, you know. Well, Frenchie's, uh, you can see. <laughs> she loves my thumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gnawing away at it. And my thumb. I'm about to bring Frenchie a piece of pizza from over there. No. Can, can she have pizza? No. No? No. I'm not supposed to have pizza what either. Is she, well, you beat the pizza. <laughs> what, the, what the vet doesn't know won't hurt him. <laughs> what does, uh, what's Frenchie? Angel. Angel is her name. Yeah. Oh, sorry. We keep calling her Frenchie. Yeah, Angel. That's right. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I don't know why. Uh, what does Angel eat? I'm sorry. Uh, Filet mignon only? No. Oh, okay. She eats dog food. Oh, okay. Dog treats. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. And she does eat pineapple. She does like pineapple. Really? Yes. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, she has a little bit of pineapple every day. Nice. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yes. Does Great. Angel go everywhere with you? Not all the time. Most of the time. If you guys need somebody to watch Angel, you call Pigskin. You got it. And she can, she can come over and hang out with us. We'd love to have her. There you go. Awesome. Well, listen, we appreciate you all coming up. I'm glad to hear things are going well. You all go Thank celebrate. You. you got some good news. Yes. We'll have some fun with it. Thank and. You. uh yeah, you guys, you guys can have some pizza, I guess, but just don't get the dog any. Thank so. you, guys. Yeah, thank you all very much. We appreciate it. Thank all you. right. We are just a couple of minutes away from the top of the hour, so I uh, just wanted to tell you about uh, a couple of things here, including my man, Dustin Turner. If you're looking to sell your home and you want some reason to celebrate, Dustin Turner is the way to go, and a lot of people have tried and failed. And if you uh, look, if you're trying to do it on your own, good luck to you. But uh, I want to tell you about Brad and Erica, their home in Alexander. It's on the market for almost two years, which is crazy to me, but they thought they'd never sell it. So uh, they called Dustin. His marketing abilities on a whole different level. He was able to deliver three competing offers in only three days on the market. What does he do different? I don't know, but he does, and he's the one you want working for you. Get Dustin to help you and your family move on to the home that you really want, not the one that you're stuck in currently. If your home's still on the market and the only offers that you're getting, or maybe you're not getting any, but if the only ones you are getting are lower than you want or need, then you need to get Dustin Turner and the home team brokered by EXP Realty on the case. It's no risk to you, and they'll let you out of the contract at any time. But trust me, when you get Dustin on the case, you're going to want them to be on it full time. It's the only agent I would call if I was going to sell my home, and I encourage you, too, to call Dustin Turner. 501-952-2969. 501-952-2969. You know what Yoda says, Wes? There is no try. It's do or do not. Mm-hmm. So don't try to sell your home. Call Dustin and sell your home. It's real simple, folks. Drop the try. Just sell it. Boom. On the Keithley Service Company live fan feedback, Toby asks, what was the horse that Nancy suggested in the ninth race today? It's horse number five, Pickford. 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 Horse she picked five. Pickford. Remember, like, like the old song from Dolly Parton, nine yeah. to five. It's race nine, horse five. Nine, five. Oh, I like that. Hey, I didn't tell you this. Angel had her little Burberry scarf. I have the same exact scarf at home. We could have been twins, the dog and I, if I only would have known. And that would have been a lot to radio listeners that can't see any of this stuff. Cute dog, cute kid. That's a great, that was great, great family. That we well, got to share in on the, yes, the great is. news today. I know. I feel like awesome. I sort of 
Very, I get to the st- steal a bit well, of their I mean, joy. No, well, no, but that's great. No, I mean, that's the one thing she wants to share the joy with everybody, and, and not just with us, but all the listeners. Got to share in on the excitement that's today. Pretty awesome. Huge news. Really come on, come right around and help this great, great organization, everybody. How about we donate right there because of that huge news? I'm going over right now and how, making a donation. How do you do it? Well, we have a button set up on the Facebook page. <laughs> Go to the Buzz Facebook page, and you can donate there, or you can just call. Three seven six wish. Yes, I didn't even have a sheet in front of me. Five you know, one three seven six wish. Well, it's the same number I've been using for the yeah. last ten years. I hope you have it down by now. Well, but you, you weren't should. with us all that time. No, no. He, he's oh, new. Yeah. That's it. This and is my sa- second year. And, my sa- second and, and Sarah's ignoring you. You can tell she heard you, but she's ignoring. Trust you. me, if, Sa- if no. Sarah got paid for every idiot from the buzz that she ignored, that's all she get done. I don't blame her. I'd ignore all you people too. That's what I'm saying. What do you mean, you people? You people. We'll be back.